baseball, hockey, and soccer knowledge you could ever need. This is The Water Break on 88.9 The Bridge. This is The Water Break on 88.9 The Bridge. You heard me correctly. I'm McLean Hopkins, joined with Sai Papavith and our guest for the first time, Ryan Sherper. How are we feeling tonight? Feeling so good. Feeling yeah. great, Sai? Feeling pretty good as well. All right. Uh, so, as you probably could piece together from the intro, this is a sports show, and I'd be remiss if we didn't open up with our four-in-four. Sai, do you want to get us started with what happened in basketball? All right, let's go ahead and get started. So, first up, the headline, the big headline in the NBA right now is that they're going to probe the Suns after reports of racism and misogyny. And so, that's, uh, the Suns were really good last year, so that's a pretty big deal. And they've asked a law firm to investigate them after a report was published on Thursday uh, based on allegations that owner Robert Sarver has a history of racist, misogynistic, and hostile incidents during his 17-year tenure in charge of the franchise. And in terms of scores, yesterday there were a lot of games happening. Philadelphia just beat up on Detroit 109-98. to Utah beat Atlanta 116 to 98. Go 98s, I guess just the number of yesterday. Um, Houston lost to Phoenix 111 to 123, and Oklahoma City just snuck past the Lakers by three points, 104 to 107. And with that, on to McLean for baseball. Yeah, it was a pretty big week in baseball. Uh, something called the World Series happened. You guys might have heard of that. Uh, your Atlanta Braves emerged victorious, uh, and their uh, world champion first baseman, Freddie Freeman, is unsigned going into the offseason, so there'll be some drama with that. Uh, on the local side of things, Mariners starting pitcher Yusei Kikuchi opted out of a one-year $13 million contract. He's going to test the open market after his little uh, end-of-the-season collapse where he did not perform too well. Uh, He's uh, the first time a big-name free agent has left Seattle in a long time. All eyes on baseball are going to be onto the winter meetings in December as the collective bargaining agreement is going to expire. All the rules are going to be subject to change, and the league will be pulling out all the stops to try to avoid an oncoming labor strike. Now on to Cy for some NFL football. Yeah, so for NFL, there was a Thursday night game yesterday. And that was the Colts against the Jets. And the Colts just pretty much ran all over the Jets. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had 170 yards and two scores. And he's on pace for over 1,600 yards this season. And Carson Wentz has never seen a running back get even half of that. So that's pretty crazy. And, I mean, the Jets, they they looked all right. I mean, 
uh, Saleh and uh, Mike Lafleur, they're they're having kind of a bad season. But I mean, yesterday was a pretty good showing. They still lost, but uh, it was a 300 yard outing from Josh Johnson. And uh, Josh Zach Wilson. I, I got to cut you off here. I got to talk about my favorite Josh Johnson anecdote. When this guy was signed to Washington a couple of years ago following a season ending injury to Mark Sanchez, remember that? Yeah. That was a worst season in Washington for a while. But Josh Johnson was pulled off the couch to play football for them. He had to learn the names of his teammates using Madden. Like, that was how far this guy was out of the NFL. Uh, he debuted 12 years ago and threw for 300 yards. Wow. Long live Josh Johnson, one of my favorite yeah. random guys right there. Crazy, yeah. And, I mean, Zach Wilson's job is just less and less secure every time the team is racking up yards and points without him. And I guess over to McLean again for hockey. Yeah, uh, Will's out, so I'm uh, doing the hockey segment in his place. There was a blockbuster trade this week in hockey. It was huge. Uh, the one-time Buffalo Sabres captain, Jack Eichel, was moved from Buffalo to the already loaded Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, the Knights have been chasing a cup ever since their inaugural season, uh, but they have not gotten back to the promised land yet. The New York Rangers were also supposedly in the mix for Eichel's talents, uh, but didn't wind up pulling the trigger on a trade to get the captain with so many of their free agents about to leave. Eichel's $10 million salary is going to be paid entirely by Vegas, which leaves a lot of cap space for the Sabres. In local news, your Seattle Kraken defeated Jack Eichel's former team, the Buffalo Sabres, yesterday in a 5-2 dominant showing. Jordan Eberle recorded the first hat trick in the history of the Kraken, recording three shots in just four shots on goal. His performance was really the difference in this one. Your Kraken are going to play again at the Coyotes on Saturday, 7 p.m., and that will be must-see TV. With the Coyotes and Sabres back-to-back, the Kraken's opponents have not been great, but with four wins under the franchise's belt, they've started, you know, they managed to not limp out of the gate. All right. I think this is going to be it for our first segment of the water break. We will return shortly uh, doing trivia with me. 88.9 The Bridge, music and conversation that spans generations. Welcome back to the water break. We teased last segment that we were doing trivia. And we're definitely doing trivia. Uh, I've had a couple of minutes to get the document open, so I really have no excuse. Uh, that was, by the way, Subterranean Homesick Blues by Bob Dylan on 88.9 The Bridge. Uh, I think for trivia this week, we're going to go with a simpler game. We're going to go with Higher Lower. We're going to play the intro right here. We're going to roll it. Uh, and Sai and Ryan are going to be competing. They're going to be guessing. I'm going to read them two stats without actually reading the numbers. And they're going to guess which number is higher and which is lower. The first to three correct answers will win. Uh, the buzz will go in. And because, again, there's only two options, we won't be able to steal in this game. Are you guys ready? Yep. I'm so ready. All right. We understand all the rules and everything? Yes, sir. Sure. All right. Let's uh, play the music and let's get it started. All right. New York... Uh, New York. <laughs> San Francisco Giants catcher Buster Posey is hanging up the cleats this season. He just announced his retirement after being arguably the Giants' best and most valuable player. D, 
did he play in more games than his team win? Which is higher, the number of games he played or his team's wins? I'll say the number of games he played is higher. Games he played? Games he played is higher, and Psy gets one point. It was really close, though. 113, he played in 113 games, which is a pretty big workload for a 37-year-old catcher. But his team won 107 games. So, you know, just six games here and there. Maybe, uh, you know, six pinch hit appearances of his. Maybe if that doesn't happen, you know, his, his team will have more wins than he has games. All right, here's another question for y'all. Hockey is still new to Seattle. Which is higher, the number of hockey players on the ice at once or basketball players on the court at once? I'm going to go hockey players on the ice. All right, one, yeah, point, for one Ryan. point for Ryan. Yeah. And Ryan is on the board. The score now tied at one to one. All right, here's a fun one. The New York Yankees have done a lot of winning, as have the Montreal Canadiens. Who's got more titles in their sport? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, New York Yankees have more. The Yankees do, but it's close. The Canadians have 24 Stanley Cups, and the Yankees have 27 rings, yep. which is a lot. All right, uh, your Seattle Seahawks offense has been anemic at times, uh, and the rushing offense has been not too great in the wake of Chris Carson's injury, and there have been some nobodies that have carries. Who has more rushing yards, wide receiver Freddie Swain or number four running back Rashad Penny? I'm going to go with the wide receiver. You're going to go with the receiver? Ryan is correct. <laughs> wow. Uh, Freddie Swain has 29 rush yards on just a few attempts running end-arounds, jet-sweep type plays this yeah. year for the Seahawks. Rashad Penny has been fed the ball a few times, but he's only got 24 from scrimmage. Wow. Rashad Penny has a lot more carries, but he's also been pushed backwards a lot more. Freddie Swain doesn't really lose yards. Mm -hmm. All right, here's a question about some of sports all-time greats. Tom Brady has thrown a lot of touchdown passes. Uh, he passed 600 earlier this season, uh, and uh, his his ball fetched quite a bit in trade, as you guys might remember. Has Tom Brady thrown for more touchdowns than Babe Ruth has hit home runs? I'll say Tom Brady's touchdowns are higher than Babe Ruth's home runs. Brady's touchdowns is wrong. I'm oh. sorry. Tom Brady has thrown for 606 touchdowns in his illustrious career, and the great Bambino deposited 627 baseballs into the outfield seats. Wow. And he had a That's couple so out of the stadiums entirely. Yeah, I don't think there will ever be anyone quite like the great Bambino. Uh, here's another fun fact, by the way. Uh, Tom Brady's playing career has now lasted for 21 years. If he plays one more... He will pass the great Bambino as having one of the longest sports careers of all time. Bambino played wow. for 22 years. All right, here's a fun one. The Beatles formed in 1963. Have there been more Beatles albums or New York City major sports teams since their formation? Oh. I'll go Beatle albums higher. Size going for Beatle albums? That is correct. And Cy Let's go. now has evened the score at 2-2. Two to two. That's 3, I think. The Beatles have... You have 3? I'm pretty sure I have 3. I answer. Ryan, check score. Ah, I don't know. I was Man. only keeping count of mine. I know I had 2. Ryan's got 2. I think it's 2-2. Two to two. Hold on. Okay. Let me look. Uh, Cy got the question about... You got the question about Posey right. 
Oh, and you got the question about the Yankees right. So you just won. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Congratulations. All right, Ryan, uh, you get to witness this. This is my favorite part. This is fun. Uh, Cy, do you want to make a speech for us? Of course. Let's get the speech. Okay, I'd like to thank uh, my family, my teachers. Um, you better thank the Beatles, too. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to thank the Beatles. Um, I don't know, my football coaches for making me play sports for three years. Um, yeah, shout out Sledge. Yeah, go Coach Sledge. And, yeah, other than that, I'd like to thank my teammates. And uh, I'd like to thank McLean for making easy questions. <laughs> and, yeah, thank you. All right, well, great speech, well said. You're a real orator. Uh, I couldn't have said any of those things better myself because I wouldn't have said them at all. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was that was below the belt, one, and that was below the belt. <laughs> all right, uh, 88.9 The Bridge uh, is your home for music and conversation that spans generations, uh, and we're going <laughs> to keep the music going. Uh, it's Kansas, Carry On, Wayward Son on 88.9 The Bridge. 88.9 The Bridge, the best part of your commute. Welcome back to the water break on 88.9 The Bridge. Now, we like talking pro sports. We like talking the sports that everyone knows just as much as the next people. But this is a high school radio station, and I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I let our state championship lacrosse player, Ryan Sharper, slip out of this studio without telling us a little bit about that state championship experience. Ryan was a girls lacrosse state champion. Uh, in 2018. What do you remember? What's one notable thing you remember about that title run? Well, aside from it being an incredible game that was incredibly hard fought by both sides, I think something that I'll always remember is the ride back from the game where the whole, the environment was just crazy. We were so happy. We were euphoric. And I remember our captains put on We Are the Champions and the whole team was just singing our hearts out on the bus on the way back and we couldn't have been happier. Yeah, some Queen songs after the victory. It doesn't get much better than that. Uh, back when I played football, they used to uh, we used to go home listening to Mo Bamba after we won. <laughs> Mo Bamba, oh yeah, my god, that was fun. I, th- which gives you some uh, yeah. some perspective on how long I've been out of football. You know, yeah. it's, it's pretty clear why I'm in the broadcast booth. Uh, but, but yeah, no, the, those post game winning uh, euphoric bus rides home, those are awesome. Yeah. And you guys played Bainbridge, right? Yeah, we did. They've been our biggest competition for a while in the lacrosse scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know for boys lacrosse, it's kind of us against Bellevue still, but uh, is Bellevue good at all? Bellevue is pretty good. I know. I personally know a lot of the players on their team that are in our grade, and they work really hard, and they're doing a great job. Uh, but there's something about Bainbridge. Their coaches, they, I know that they're really closely connected to a club team called Puget Sound Swap, PSS, um, and they get a lot of experience there because a lot of them get to play together outside of the season, which makes them a really, really strong team when they come together for real season play. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Girls Lacrosse, Mercer Island has fielded a great competitive program in the years you've been here. What's one thing you think Mercer Island and the coaching staff does really well? Oh, I wish I could just say everything, but I know that's a boring answer. Um, I think that's something, something that's really special about my teammates is the way that they care about the game because they can be really supportive and fun during practices, and they can, they know when to goof off and they can have fun, but 
there's this mode that they get into when we step on the field and we're all so focused and it's like this switch that turns on. They're just so professional. I admire all of them so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, so wait, what position do you play? I play attack. You play attack. I'm oh. sorry. We just we never conferred that. Yeah. So <laughs> Ryan is an attacker. That means you get all the headlines, right? You get to you get all the nice action shots, oh. all the goals, all the statistics. <laughs> it's so cool. Right? Yeah, but I think another really special thing about our team that we've had for a while is a killer defensive line. Like I know that they don't get all the glory shots unfortunately, but they deserve it. They deserve it so so much because they are the backbone of our team. They're so strong. We get so many turnovers because of them. Um, we had like an all-time low of goals against this past season just because of how strong our defense was. They didn't let anything through. Yeah, Mercer Island's defense. I remember uh, last season, we didn't do too much uh, lacrosse broadcasting because so many of your games were on the road because you guys just kept on winning. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Mercer Island as a team with a strong defensive backbone, do you think that's a trend that will continue in the future? I think so. I think so. I think that both the way that our coach teaches and coaches and fosters our defensive line uh, combined with the sort of community feel of our defensive line that sort of gets passed down from year to year and the really, really strong class of juniors that we have who are heading the defensive line and seniors are super experienced and super talented seniors. I think that our defensive line will be as strong as ever because the seniors, we did lose eight seniors this past year. However, only a couple of them were from the D-line. A lot of them were midfielders and attackers. I think our D-line is going to stay pretty strong. All right. Strong defensive line for Mercer Island for years to come. Wow. Well, thank you for uh, sitting down with us and talking about your experience a little bit, Ryan. It's uh, really great to hear uh, from the inside of these locker rooms just what makes championship teams tick. It's uh, one of my favorite parts of doing radio, getting to reach out to people like you, players uh, and coaches, too. It's all the same. Uh, 88.9 The Bridge brings you sports content you can't get anywhere else. Stay tuned. Music and conversation that spans generations. It's Mac Miller on The Bridge. A modern legend on 88.9 The Bridge. I can't talk enough about Mac Miller. One of today's true greats. Uh, well, y'all, I think this episode of The Water Break has been pretty fun so far, right? Yeah, for sure. It's been great talking to Sherper here. And yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, Mercer Island High School will start broadcasting winter sports, boys and girls basketball soon. Uh, so definitely, definitely stick around for that. We love getting to broadcast basketball. I, it's one of my favorite things to do just as a member of this community. Um, and I think that Mercer Island sports environment are really great. So it's been awesome uh, having you guys on the show today. Uh, it's been great hanging out with y'all. Uh, what did you think of the show? And what are your favorite sports? You can text the station anytime at 206-275-9104. With that, I think we're going to leave you for today. This is going to be it from the water break. And we will return at full strength next week on 88.9 The Bridge.